Hey everyone, it's Greg and Lori from the JWI Just Winging a Podcast, and we just wanted to let you all know that this episode was recorded before the election results were posted. At the point we recorded this, we were still waiting on uh, Slow Georgia, Lazy Nevada, and Undecided Pennsylvania. And biting our fingernails. And biting our fingernails. But yeah, we just want to preface you guys. We'll talk more about the election results on the next one. Yay, Joe and Kamala! <laughs> Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to the JWI Just Winging a Podcast. I am your host, Greg, here with... Lil Rizzle. Lil Rizzle. This is a millennial show. (laughs) This is a show about millennial couple learning the ropes, just winging it as the days go by. Uh, In this episode, we're going to be focusing on communication and intellectual intimacy. Did you just did you just freestyle our our like little beginning? Man, I'm spitting game. Did you today. just do something a little different? I am, we are on fire. I when you said it, I wasn't I wasn't looking, so I kind of just like I kind of had an out, out of body experience where I was like, "What is he talking about? <laughs> like what what am I here doing what today? Are, what are we doing? <laughs> um, um, but yes." Welcome back to our our show. So, as promised, we're going to be talking about communication and intellectual intimacy. Now, why are these two related? Um, Well, because an important part of communication is intellectual intimacy. um, And it is the backbone to a healthy relationship. So, to recap... And this is something that we talked about in Just Winging Gift Giving, which I suggest you go back to because it's November and it's almost time for y'all to start thinking of Christmas gifts. So I'm going to put in that plug for our episode. Right. And if you go back and listen to it, you might learn that if you didn't start thinking about the gift giving already. It is time. You 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 almost late. You're too late. Yeah, you're you, not too late. Our episode will save you. So go back and right, listen. Go back and listen to it now and you'll you'll get that perfect gift right in time. But, you know, it's it's go time. Exactly. So we talked in that episode about four different levels of intimacy. And just as a reminder for those who did listen, um, we talked about emotional intimacy, intellectual, experiential and spiritual intimacy and why those are an important part of a relationship. So um, to add to that, we also talked about our different personality types, and of course that affects our communication. So we felt it made perfect sense to tie in our communication topic with talking about intellectual intimacy. Intellectual intimacy is, you know, sharing your ideas with your partner. So that can be things like, I don't know, maybe you want to start a business or maybe you are writing a book and you want to bounce ideas off of them. It's sharing your fears or phobias. Um, It's also sharing just your views and that can be political views, maybe talking about the importance of religion, your views on on marriage or other topics. Um, They can range from some things that are like very deep to things that are just ideas that are just living in your mind and those things are important because i mean like we're saying communication is a very important part of you know every single relationship and if you're not able to have open dialogue then what are you doing what are you doing you really wouldn't be uh really understanding what is going on in your partner's head i mean as it relates to you and i one of the strong things that we can talk about is what's going on in the world at mm. the same like kind of 
uh, level of intellect where mm. I feel open and free to, you know, talk to you about something that I may be completely ignorant about. And we've actually come a very long way from that because we did not start off with having, at least with like political conversations or current events, we were never really able to have those kinds of conversations. No, no, definitely we're not. But like, yeah, we we have came a long way. Yeah, you're never a real big fan of those kind of conversations. Yeah, no, I kind of hid in my ignorance to protect myself, which I didn't realize was a hindrance to our communication. But uh, here I am. <laughs> yeah, a big hindrance to communication and society, if, if, if I don't add. For me personally, I can't really like pinpoint why I've always had an interest in like political news and stuff like that i know like i feel like every kid has grown up um watching the news with their parents but like my dad was like watching local town election news and figuring out what was going on there but for you like what what would you say changed for you um i would say that my career choice probably uh i honestly say that i i don't think that I would have continued to have those conversations or I probably would never engage in those conversations because like I said I was very I was very much battling my own in ignorance and that contributed to me not wanting to ever engage in those conversations but going to school doing my own research reading peer-reviewed sources versus like things that are on the internet um and just finding meaning for myself allowed for me to open up about a lot of those topics i mean there were things that i always had interests in it just wasn't something that i was comfortable speaking out loud with people yeah i think like the the conversations as as they develop between us has grown us closer together um i think we are more open with each other and it, it's been a relief for each other to be able to just have the conversations freely about um you know what's going on politically at least yeah and i think that's that's not to say that we have like conversations every second on the minute about every single thing like there are some things that I personally will still hold in like if I have an idea or if there's something creatively that I am working on I will hold on to it until I am open enough or comfortable enough with having the conversation but when it comes to political events and politics and policy Oh, yeah, I'm definitely having those conversations, especially when I have the energy for it. Oh, man, it, it definitely is about about energy. Definitely when you only have the energy for it and, you know, check in with the other person to make sure they got the energy for it, too, because it's exhausting. But um, I, I, I'm not always up to have the conversation. I think I'm, I'm probably more prepared than you on a regular basis to have the conversation just because, like, I don't know. I, I follow it probably more often than you do. Not as of lately, though. You've been more on top of things than me. I don't necessarily think, like, one person is more on top of another. Like, I like what we're talking about, like, the past two episodes. I think it's just about 
like our personality types. I will watch something and I'll sit with it. And you are, like we talked about a little bit more, ready to have those conversations where, like, I need to sit on it and I have to look at some more resources and then I have to, like, fact check and then I have to, like, like maybe check in with another trusted source and then, like, think about it, maybe write a few things down. <laughs> and then and then I'll have the conversation. Because I I, my focus is being on, like, thoughtful and... Also, not wanting to say anything stupid. <laughs> you got to peer review your response. Absolutely. Even when you're talking to me, you, you're telling me your responses are peer reviewed. And even after having the conversation, I rewind back to the conversation that I had. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so stupid. So you fact checked in post conversation? What? <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it just it just sounds like you're doing some some intense uh, editing and dissecting. But oh, yeah. Always. Call me Microsoft Word. Is that a rap name? Sure. (laughs) All right. So uh, let's talk a little bit about how engaging in the understanding of your partner's interests are related to emotional and intellectual intimacy. Yeah. So an important important way to have better or improve um, intellectual intimacy is to engage in the understanding of your partner's interests. So, you know, when uh, Greg and I don't have all this figured out, of course, there are some things that like we talk about or don't talk about, but these are things that I think we try to do with each other. Um, so an example of just trying to engage and understand um, my partner's interests or Greg's interests would be, um, so Greg has had this interest in global warming for a long time. He's talked about it. I've had a bit of an interest, but it's not something that I'm knowledgeable about. So we've never really engaged in conversations about it. It would be more so Greg talking about it and me just being like, oh, yeah, the polar ice caps, they're melting. Yeah. (laughs) Recycle. And then I won't recycle. But as of recently, and I don't know if the like debates, uh, the presidential debates were sparking my interest even more, but... Greg, I remember at a point, got up and walked out of the room and was like, I can't listen to this part because every time they have a conversation about this, they don't talk about it. And it's probably the most reaction that I've gotten out of him in all of the presidential debates that we've watched together. And so from there, I was like, all right, I want to understand like why he doesn't want to talk about this because I don't know anything. And so I kind of went on a hunt, started looking at documentaries. We watched a couple together, and then I learned about how we're destroying the earth, guys. So now, now I'm an advocate, but we'll get into that another time. But... Now, Gregor and I have been engaging in more conversations about reduced waste, zero waste. Um, I'm still trying to understand global warming on a scientific level, but that's an example of just like engaging, kind of immersing yourself, getting some uh, mild knowledge about it. I'm not saying that I'm doing this for every single thing. Like, I don't know anything about soccer still to this day. You kick the ball, you put in the goal, you run around a little bit. That's the whole game. The most points that you make is one. So it's usually one and zero all the time. You got the full understanding. Someone gets kicked in the head. Whoa. Sometimes. Mia Hamm one time um, won something and she took her shirt off. That's all I remember. That wasn't even... Okay. I know some things about soccer, yeah, but, but I'm not, it, I'm not gonna hurt. go do research on it. <laughs> that was that was me and him. 
Me and him's a soccer player. Yeah, but it wasn't it wasn't her. She was on the team, but it wasn't her that did that. But she took her shirt off. It wasn't her. But she took her shirt off. Bro, I know what I'm talking about. No, I know that. I know because my me and my dad talked about it. Well, your dad told you it was the wrong person. We, no, I saw it on TV. Me and Ham taking All her right, shot. I'm while, looking it up right while now. While Lori looks this up, I want to recap on How some of the Mia? things. <laughs> MIA. <laughs> <laughs> I want to recap on some of the things that Lori said. Um, so, yeah, it, it it's actually really cool that you have been looking into, you know, global warming and oh lori just realized that it's not me <laughs> <laughs> who the hell is brandy who's brandy chastity whatever i i see i don't take interest in all of his interests whatever <laughs> so it's 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 actually really cool to like have a, a a life partner that you know based on my reaction to something is taking a deep dive and in consideration into something that i'm focused in it it helps draws us closer together and enables us to have more conversations about things because there's a lot of things that are lies um, and we can research it together. She's furthering my understanding and my course of action in terms of global warming. A lot of things that we're told about global warming are lies. <laughs> it, it's, like everything else. It's true. It, it's almost everything that is told about global warming is a lie. Like you think you're recycling plastic and it's like, it's like 20% of plastic. Oh, it's nine. It's 9%. It's 9% of plastic that you, you put in 20, the recycling sir. bin actually gets recycled. We have to talk about this another time. Right. Now, now we're zero waste, reduced waste. Right. Sustainability Wait, I, I just wanted to put that hot take in there. Like 9% of the plastic you put in the recycling with bin. With the arrows around it are still not getting recycled, people. Right. It's crazy. Think it. about all the people who are not recycling at all. Like uh, me, <laughs> I was not recycling at all. Now I do. Don't kill me, people. Yes. So it don't kill her. It is very cool to you know have these kind of conversations because she took an interest in something that I have interest in, and this happened in our relationship now. But it's not something that couldn't have happened earlier. It, it's really never too early to have these kind of they're not groundbreaking but important conversation yeah so once like you said that's just the next point so it's never too early to have important conversations and so important conversations would mean like your political stance um how important is religion to you and like what are your views on marriage do you want to get married do you want to have children like and I know that relationships are kind of on a spectrum. So you have people who like are starting out and, you know, they know what they want. Maybe these are not questions that you want to ask right away, but there's nothing wrong with knowing what you want and making sure that your partner or your future partner wants some of those same things. And Greg and I were discussing this prior and we're thinking like, imagine being with your partner for however many years and you find out, like you're you're a liberal who like believes in liberal things and you find out that your partner is a Trump supporter. Yeah, what would you do? I don't know. Does, I don't know. People out here are ending friendships, relationships based off of political views. You get that information out early. Yes. And I 
and maybe that's not a fair example because there are some people who are married and then Trump just popped out of nowhere and yeah. they were just like, oh, I thought we were on the same page and now you're supporting Trump. Um, but yeah, just things like that. Or even another example that we were talking about is if you are like in an interracial relationship with someone and you two are not having conversations about race and race is an important topic to you. How are you not having these important racial conversations about things that affect you so i think that is an important conversation to have because who knows maybe later on down the line you find out that mama and papa are racists and these are people who have a long generation of like plantations or slave right owning who right knows? Like, that's what uncomfortable if, what, what, <laughs> if, what if you find out the family still has slaves they're just paying them now but it looks no, different nonetheless it, it just looks some different. type of Same get out situation, situation. <laughs> right or or like if that's a conversation you're not having like w- you should start having that conversation because should this relationship continue, you're going to have kids that face some kind of injustice. Yep. Or one of you is, and one of you is going to be blindsided. One of you is going to be like, I've been going through this my whole life. Mm-hmm. Where have you been? Yeah. Like, what's your stance? Right. And like having having a conversation of what like your life would look like. Having those conversations allows for you both to figure out where you're willing to compromise or where you're not willing to compromise. Like... There are some things that I have a hard stance on. There are some things that Greg have has a hard stance on. And he and I have to find ways to meet in the middle. Or maybe he'll forget his idea and lean towards mine. Or I'll forget my idea and lean towards his. And that, I think another example I can think of in terms of that was like buying a house versus starting off with an apartment. You were very interested in getting a house where I was like, I don't think that we're there yet. So that was a conversation that he and I were constantly having. Ultimately, it made more sense to, for us to start off in, apart- in an apartment. But um, I guess that's a small example of like an important conversation that needs to have, that needs to be had, like your finances. Yeah. Um, Could you imagine if we never in- like like intellectually had that conversation? Like, mm. where would we have been if we had just taken two different courses of action? We still aren't really being very smart about our money. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're we are not, growing. We're progressing. We're we're not we're not. Hold on. All right. So we're what Lori said is that we are not being the smartest, but we're not out here just wheeling and dealing. We're not just throwing money at people. Yeah. Or stores. <laughs> we're doing better. That's, once again, another conversation for another day. Just making sure that, you know, we're not taking two different courses of action in terms of, like, what we're doing next. Because it's something that's going to affect the both of us. That's the... I think that's an important thing to um, make sure that is being realized is that mm. the intellectual conversations that you don't have affect the both of you. Yes. Because if you have opposing views on it, you know... It'll come out. Yeah. It's definitely going to come out. It's going to come out either in the form of that person's family reciting something that they said, your partner reposting something. Or just resentment. Just straight resentment. Or just resentment. Could you imagine if we had opposing political views and you found out because I posted something on Instagram? That's wild. That, yeah, I can't even, I'm at a loss for words. That's wild. And like, I would have to come and sleep in the same <laughs> bed as you. Right, like you, you might, you better roll over and show me my own Instagram I will, post. I like, will roll on over with my pillow and come. 
<laughs> come put it over your head like did you <laughs> press post down this? and shake it together was this an accident <laughs> like, did you really say this like that's that's bugging that's crazy but like unfortunately that's what ends up happening when you don't have these important conversations early and so i i want to stress like it's it's never too early if you know what you want you know what you're looking for you know what you're not willing to bend on make it happen greg knows that i'm not bending on this japan trip that i've always wanted to take he knew that once we started dating he probably even knew that before then and so i told him at some point in my life i'm going for two weeks it's now transformed into a month and i was like i'm going with or without you and turns out he plans to also go but yeah that was an idea in my life that i felt like i always needed to do whether that be by myself or with one other person or with him or with a group of people it was gonna happen and that's a life choice that involves like our finances that we're not bending well i'm not bending on so no we're not bending on it. it it's it's an idea that it didn't really have to grow on me i wasn't really against you i was like i think i was like whoa that's crazy like how are we gonna how are you gonna manage doing that and like keep your job and stuff like that like the logistics the of lord it, will finance right my right, <laughs> right like my the adventure. logistics of it didn't make sense at first but us talking about it us discussing it us planning it out mm-hmm. it's extremely possible and i'm more than willing and happy to go there that's something that is going to be amazing to do and yeah like laurie said it's something that she said to me like before we started dating so mm-hmm. like we're talking about high school yeah and that once again it just goes back to the first point of like engaging in your partner's interests to be able to engage you have to be a you have to be willing to listen you have to be able to do your own research and just do your best to align with that person and that's an example of doing just that so our third and final point will be that there's actually no such thing as oversharing contrary to popular belief there's absolutely no no such thing i have learned so much about greg and granted everyone knows this we've known each other for years yada 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 insert love story here but i didn't think that i would learn even more I thought I was good. Everyone was like, oh my God, like, Lori, you, you don't know. Like, you need to move in with someone before. And I was like, no, I'm going to wait till we get married. And I know all the things. There's nothing new I'm going to learn. So keep that to yourself. And they were, they were not right. But I am learning different things. I thought that I knew it all. But, like, there's a whole other Greg. <laughs> it's a whole other person. <laughs> uh yeah it, i wouldn't say it's a whole other person no, i mean I'm there's, like, there's like a yeah there's a wind down and then there's a turn up but you just <laughs> see more of the wind down than everyone else does but yeah there is no such thing as oversharing i think i think if if you're the person in your relationship that's not willing to accept the overshared information then like you need to you need to talk to yourself about it and you mm-hmm. need to get that you need to get over that situation so the person is comfortable with with talking to you yeah. about things. Yes. And then another important part about that is just like doing little things like okay, I'm I'm doing this today. I will be back at this time. Like those are things that people find super tedious, but that is also something that kind of builds trust. Communication builds 
trust. There's nothing worse than mystery. Exactly. So I I if there's nothing that you take from this, if you push away the three points that we're sharing with you, one important takeaway is that communication builds trust. And that's why this is so important. If you wake up in the morning and you're like in your mind I'm like I'm going to go cook breakfast, just like, all right, like, uh, Lori, I'm getting up and I'm going to just go make breakfast and I'm going to go shower. And those are things that I don't need to know. They don't really mean anything to me. But, like, that's what I mean. There's no such thing as oversharing. And so it comes to a point where, like, I don't ever, like, if Greg's like, all right, I'm going to work. Then I'm going to go to the gym. Um, then I'm going to go visit my family. Then I'm going to come back home. I don't ever have to question where he is. Yeah, you know, I'm in one of those four places. Yeah, I am I'm an oversharer. I share everything. It's ungodly. (laughs) You know what it does, though? What it does is it eliminates the other person's mind from wandering. So, Mm -hmm. like, the example of me getting up and making breakfast or something like that. If I just suddenly get up and I make breakfast, or let's say I just suddenly get up and I... That is kind of what you normally do, though. Let's say I... (laughs) Let's say this was the one time that you actually told me. Right. Let's say (laughs) I just got up and I went to work and I didn't say bye and I didn't let you know what I was doing after work. You... Everyone gets off to work at five. You know that. You've seen my job get out. Everyone leaves the building like cockroaches. Mm-hmm. You know I should be home within X amount of time. If I show up at like nine, like who knows what you had prepared for me at six when we're supposed to be I home know together if you show up at like nine, that. I'll have something to prepare for that. Ass. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but like the, the, the thing is, is in me not sharing or what i think is oversharing or what you would have seen as oversharing i mean not sharing at all it just leaves your mind to wonder like oh is this person upset like is he with someone like where could he be did he get hurt like is he (laughs) but no we're we're not but like i'm just oversharing those kind of ideas lead to like oversharing intellectually so then you can get that good understanding for someone you can get it early and you can talk about it more often. I will say that during times where, like, you're, like, a few minutes. Like, if I know that you're doing something and you're, like, oh, it should only take this amount of time or I'll be back around this time. If you're not here, like, within 30-ish minutes of that, I'm more concerned about safety, especially during these times. So I'm kind of, like, did you did you die <laughs> are you are you good and he's just like no i'm on the way and then i'm like all right bye <laughs> yeah that's but it that that stems from like i i know more often than not to tell you because we've had the intimate conversations about safety as as a reason why it's important for me to be oversharing with you these little details mm-hmm. i definitely overlook a lot the uh little things that i don't share to conclude, your partner's confidence must be built before it can be before details can be shared. And you know, that confidence is built through repetition and consistency with being on time with the details that are being shared and the conversations that are had through thoughts that are had. And this is something that'll happen over time, right? Like you don't just meet someone and feel like you want to tell them all of your deepest, darkest secrets. And this is not necessarily a foolproof way to 
build 100% intimacy. Like We're learning as we go. It's part of the title of the podcast. So these are just things that we notice that we do. I, I think it's helpful that we've always had pretty decent communication when it comes to ideas that we have. I mean, otherwise, this podcast wouldn't even be here if we weren't comfortable having conversations about our ideas and our thoughts. So yeah, be kind to yourself when you're trying to build that peace. Like I said, it's going to take a lot of time and it's going to take being comfortable and being confident. If you're with someone who's not making you feel comfortable or is chastising a lot of your your views or some of your morals or things that you choose to share, then that might not be the best sign. Um, but my hope is that you are connecting with someone who is balancing you and is listening as well as offering something to the conversation and adding, you know, more ideas and helping you build off of the things that you're you're choosing to talk about. Yeah, definitely be kind. If you're the listener, be kind to others. Be kind to what people are sharing with you and allow them to feel enabled to bring to you details that, you know, are not often fully thought out or are um, ignorant because they don't have all the details. Like they're talking to you to figure things out while they're talking to you. With that being said, guys, that is a wrap. Please remember to share, subscribe, and rate this episode. Follow us on Instagram for uh, social cues for what we'll be talking about next. And hit our DMs. Let us know how the topic made you feel and any details you'd like to share. It's been cool talking to you today, Lori. We'll talk to everyone on the next episode. Have a good night. Bye. She's leaving.